AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Walker Yarrow, Assistant Editor of Aviation Pros. In recent years, Southwest Airlines has been working to increase their efficiency and optimize the airline's operations. I speak with Brian Sharkey, Senior Director of Workforce Planning and Projects at Southwest Airlines, about their labor optimization process, the unique business challenges airlines face, and how the COVID-19 pandemic has impacted it all could start by uh, walking me through kind of what the uh, history of your optimization uh, process looked like. You know, at, at Southwest, you know, it's large of an airline are one of the largest carriers, the largest carrier in the U.S. Uh, for domestic travel prior to COVID and now it's kind of solidified with COVID. Um, you know, essentially back, you know, 13, 14, we were doing optimization uh, at Southwest, particularly on uh, our labor all in Microsoft Excel with some very, what we were, what we thought at the time was very elaborate models. <laughs> and so um, now I think that uh, we, we've kind of evolved that. And really that started back in 2014. So, you know, in 14, we were, you know, really setting out this vision of what's the five, the six, the 10 year roadmap look like just for um, optimization, particularly in labor. Um, you know, general airlines, it's a rule of thirds, you know, a third of your cost is fuel, a third of your cost is labor, and a third of your cost is everything else. And so we were really focusing and, and double downing on the labor piece uh, and the labor cost. And so back in 14, we started having this idea of, you know, as an airline, you just take on this tremendous amount of data that just comes in from reservation systems to new airport facility infrastructure and the technology you're investing in to different other technology that as an airline uh, you invest in just throughout the course of your business. And so we really wanted to start leveraging, you know, we got that big data bug, right? And so we really wanted to start leveraging that big data back really in 13 and 14 to start really thinking about how do we optimize labor and headcount around a flight schedule that is just so demanding. And when I say demanding, when you think of an airline, it's one of the most complex staffing puzzles um, in the world to solve. No matter what airline you're at, it's synonymous across all airlines. And because if you really think about it, you have uh, in each individual location, it's almost like a different Rubik's cube. And so uh, airport facility is different. You have uh, customer demand profiles are different. So, you know, a customer demand profile of when customers show up to the airport and when they, what types of stuff they bring with them, bags, golf clubs, skis, and that all can play into what you, how do you staff the airline and ultimately uh, leverage your resources in an airport around it. Um, and then finally, you know, you have SLAs, right? Service level agreements that you have, uh, that you want to keep, right? And so you don't want line weights for customers to be exorbitant. Um, you want to make sure you're delivering great hospitality to customers. You have these service level agreements that you want to make sure that you abide by. So really we said, you know, how can we go ahead and get a really dynamic optimization platform to go and do some of this work and be, have the ability to customize it throughout the journey, right? The more you learn about as you go through on, the more processes come in, different aircraft type, all of that, you would want to customize in there. So 
we started down that path in 2014 and it's led us to where we're at today, where we were fully optimizing all of our hours, headcount, overtime, monthly. And so you can really drive and make really smart labor and cost decisions when you get to that kind of continuous optimization on a, on a more granular level at granular station. So I think that's kind of where we're at today. And it's been a, it's been one heck of a journey over the past seven to eight years. What would you say were some of kind of main aspects you had to take into consideration when you started this process? Generally, and you know, it's funny, it's not just airline centric, right? Although it does apply to the airline. When you think about uh, workforce optimization or just airline efficiency planning, um, you know, it generally comes down to, I always call it the, particularly in the labor planning area, it's the, it's the five staffing principles, right? So um, one of the things that became challenging was is, uh, demand changes from airport to airport. And so, um, you know, when customers arrive is different. So the example I always use is, is, you know, the business travelers that are going out of LaGuardia generally show up closer to the departure time. And so there's a lot more stress in different areas of your airport at a more discreet moment than say a flight from out of Pittsburgh going to Orlando, um, where it's generally families, they arrive a lot earlier, the distribution of when they arrive is wide. And so, the first challenge was is just being able to take those individual dynamics of customer demand um, and really be able to get that data right and make the right smart decisions off of that. And then I think the other thing that you have to take into account is, is you know, is this geography of each individual location. And so, um, you know, I, I, I joke to use the Denver example of, you know, the way we plan Denver to run that airline efficient, to run the airline efficiently is going to be different than how we plan Pittsburgh. Um, or Atlanta or Chicago. And the reality is, is because it takes so long because the way the airport is so spaced out in order to get from point A to point B, much longer than say in a place like Amarillo or in Atlanta um, or Orlando and places like that. And so, you know, where I, I always use an example of, you think about retail stores and when they have to plan their labor, they generally, if you walk into a retail store, whether you're a retail store in New York City or you're a retail store in Miami, Florida, generally the layout's the same, right? The electronics is going to be in the kind of the same geographic location. The toys are going to be in some geographic location. And so the store setup and makeup is generally the same. That's not necessarily the case when it comes to airline operations. And so you really are, it really comes back to that Rubik's Cube. So the biggest challenge you have to overcome is, is how can you design the airline to be synonymous across all of your stations so the customer gets the same experience, but being able to be dynamic enough where you can operate these different geography and different demand of what those customers arrive at at the same time. That's, that's really the challenges that you generally have when you try to get this going and, and design the air, really design the airline for efficiency. That segues nice to my next question. Um, what are some of the keys to running a uh, successful, efficient airline? It's getting really smart. So one, it's being really smart about knowing your business. And what I mean by that is, is that the thing about airlines are, is that it is extremely complex, extremely complicated from a location to location basis. However, there are trends that you can follow. And so when you really think about what is a, how do you run a really airline and efficient uh, business? really focusing on business process is the key to that. And so, and the reason why I say that is, is that, and generally when you go from airport to airport, you only have so much control about designing the facility or designing the way it looks and the way it operates. You only have so much control just because of the, the airports are on different land masses. You might have different footprints of gates. 
uh, local, it depends on what the local management of the airports are, whether it's a government run entity or a private entity. So, um, so you're, you're, you're kind of hamstrung there in a certain way. So really the primary focus is when you think about running a really efficient airline is, is, is know what your customer demand is, being able to forecast that demand, be able to get really prescriptive with it, ensuring that uh, your business processes are really aligned at being efficient. So, you know, generally airlines, everybody knows airlines are designing process around safety first, right? So we want to have the safest process as possible um, to ensure that we uh, obviously run a safe airline and we're compliant with regulations and all of that. And then also a part of that is, is designing the process so it's efficient. And so um, I think that that's really where we focus heavily on is um, not only not only do we want to have the safest process, but also the most efficient processes. And so when you can control the processes, that is something you can take from airport to airport. And um, and again, the more you can standardize, the cheaper the operation will generally run. And so, you know, we, we generally try to standardize as much as possible when it comes to airline operations or through standardization. Um, and that's been true for our entire history, right? We at Southwest, we run the same fleet type uh, for our entire, you know, next year will be 50 years. And so, and that is all for efficiency. And so, and so we take that model, we run it all the way down to our, even into our most discrete operational processes. And that's really where we focus at the most is control what you can control and mitigate what you can't control. Uh, what's the technology you use to get this optimization underway? We actually partnered up with a company called Quintic, which is now uh, owned by Dassault. And um, essentially what we were looking for, well, what we, what we really looked for was, is given all the the challenges of staffing an airline right each individual airport is in a rubik's cube in order to figure those puzzles out we needed a tool that was highly customizable and so that way i can customize one location set it and forget it right and then move to the next and so that way uh what we call is we didn't have global standards we had global standards for some but individual standards for others so the example that i would use is, is we know that you got to have a certain number of people to bring in an airplane out on the ramp and so um, that doesn't matter what airport you're in, you're going to bring it in with two wing walkers and a marshaller. That is our policy. That is what we do. And so you can set a global standard of that. So no matter what, air, no matter what airport that airplane is going to touch the ground, you're going to have that um, uh, you're going to have that solution come back with an answer. But there are some positions like drivers where the folks that actually take your bags off the airplane and then drive them down to the claim carousel for customers to claim where it's going to be largely variable at each individual airport right denver's so spaced out that that's a 25 minute drive time from the flight line down to the carousel whereas you look like at the airport such as amarillo that's literally a five minute drive if that and so you want to be able to customize that individually so we um we partnered up with uh, with quintic back in 2014 uh to bi really build our optimizer to be the right fit for southwest airlines and that's really the key technology that we use when we think about um delivering a really efficient plan for um for running the staffing of the airline and we've put that we put that full to work with the, with the covid crisis going on right now yeah i was gonna ask how has covid um impacted things you know when you think about the um southwest you know we were last year we were really at the grips of the of the max um the 737 max grounding and so we were optimizing and uh, looking at ways that um, you know we were actively hiring for the airline to be bigger than it was because of the max grounding um and so we had you know a lot of these resources um at southwest employees uh that we had hired for that and so we continually were using the Quintech model to continually optimize um, to figure out what's the smartest way to use our headcount. Can we drive overtime down lower? Can we put them in strategic locations? All of that. 
And then when we got to COVID, really what we've adopted of is we really haven't changed the way we've done our processes for how we plan headcount or how we plan labor or how we drive more efficiency. Uh, really, it's just happening on a more frequent basis. And so when you think about it, we generally would plan, you know, six or seven base schedules a year where we would have a schedule change, new flights come in, new flights leave, market exits, all that. COVID, obviously, we've, like many carriers, we've reduced our capacity pretty significantly. And so just, and then, you know, added some back in, took some away, moving markets. And so really, we're being very strategic and dynamic with the way we're scheduling the airline right now. And so you have to be very strategic and dynamic with how, what we do with our headcount and how we staff the airline with, uh, you know, some of the voluntary leave programs that we have out there right now with COVID. So I think that uh, the biggest difference with COVID is, is just the rapidness and how and the volume of how many times we're utilizing our optimization to really plan our headcount and our future and our hours and, you know, different models of what would this do to headcount, what would this do? And um, I think that's really the biggest change that uh, COVID has really uh, uh, put us at the grips with. Are these changes that are going to last uh, after the pandemic subsides or in general, what's kind of in store for the future? Yeah, I think it's a great question. Um, and it's a question that, to be fair, I don't think any airline has a good grasp of an answer to, right? And so we do know, just like any business, we do expect our customers will expect things different from us, right? So things like, hey, the airplane will be clean. Uh, you know, we have the Southwest Promise that's out there right now as an airline. Other airlines are similar with different cleaning protocols. And so that's a labor requirement. You have to have employees go on the airplane, clean the airplanes. And we are actively doing that. And so uh, I think that there's a lot to that. And I think that the, the problem is no airline, every airline will lie to you if they told you they knew what the future would look like. Um, I think what you, what we will see for us is particularly, or just the airline uh, business in general, is a strong focus on how do we make travel as seamless as possible. And that might mean more contactless travel, uh, more self-service capabilities, to basically limit the uh, a customer's exposure in the airport. And, and every airline was actively working towards that, you know, prior to COVID. But I think the, the, the motives have changed as they're in the speed of which the, uh, we are all reacting to that is changing. And so I think what uh, we will continue to see is we'll continue to optimize and make really smart headcount decisions and labor decisions and efficiency decisions based on what the economic uh, conditions are out there. But I, I think that, you know, when generally people thought of safety at an airline, you know, before COVID, no one really talked about making sure every service was wiped on the aircraft um, all the time. And so we had a very extensive cleaning program. Most airlines did even prior to COVID. But this just exaggerated, it's just exaggerated uh, how much more important that is. And you got to get it right. And so, um, you know, I think that that's what you'll continue to see is not only with uh, our airline, but other airlines as well is a tremendous focus on, you know, the customer journey throughout the airport of making that as seamless and contactless as possible. At the same time, ensuring that, you know, our facilities, our airport, our employees are uh, also optimized, but can abide by those safety, new safety protocols and regulations uh, that are either already in a place or could be coming in the future. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can find more episodes like it on AviationPros.com, along with breaking news from around the world of aviation. Until next time, thanks for tuning in.